Hello, and welcome to the Daily Action Podcast, where we scour the sports universe and make picks on the most interesting events of the day. It's Friday, the 9th of October. There's action across the board. We've got MLB playoffs. We've got the NBA Finals Championship tonight. Um, We had Thursday night football. We've got college football tomorrow. Sunday, we've got football. Monday, we've got football. Tuesday, we've got football now. So uh, the NFL is is finding a way to, to cover five days a week. Um, <laughs> we have a special guest on the podcast today. Janessa, welcome to the Daily Action Pod. <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> Janessa is here to, uh, to give us all the knowledge we need on the NBA Finals matchup tonight. Um, before we get into that, let's recap some of the action yesterday. Uh, I can start with a very disappointing Yankees game. Um, they, I, my, my pick yesterday was, uh, the over four and a half in the first five innings, which had covered the previous three games, um, watching the game on two separate occasions with three runs already in the bases were loaded once for the Yankees and once for the Rays on both occasions, uh, nothing happened. So as a result, uh, the Yankees ended up winning last night. I want to say it was five, one. Uh, those runs came in the bottom of the sixth, I believe, to to get it over five, uh, four and a half, and I lost everything. On top of that, my other parlay was all three games, uh, Dodgers, Astros, and Yankees going over nine. And I got two of them, and of course, the Yankees did not cover. So uh, that did not go well, nor did my Thursday night football picks. How'd you do? Yeah, so yesterday I'll go over baseball really quickly. I took the Dodgers first five against the Padres, and that hit pretty easily. I mean, I said yesterday that they were going to come out strong. They were going to look to end this series against the Padres, and that came to fruition, and they ended up beating them 12-3. to The over in that game also hit. The over in the uh, Athletics-Astro game hit as well. And obviously the Yankees, that trend of going over did not hit, but that'll be an exciting uh, do-or-die game tonight between Tampa and the Yankees. Then in the NFL, I took a few player props, and sort of like we discussed yesterday, it could it, it had a good chance of being a funky game, and it was a funky game with the Bears winning 20-19. to You know, Montgomery got in the end zone, Mike Evans got in the end zone, but my favorite play of the game was uh, Tom Brady under 266 passing yards, and he finished with 253. So we narrowly got a win there by, what is that, 12, 13 yards. So we'll take that, and we're looking forward to all the football we have this weekend. Do you credit that to his confusion of downs? You know what? I'll, I'll take it. I mean, yeah, especially being that close, one more first down, that probably doesn't hit. But we will we'll take the win there, and we'll move on to uh, Sunday night, or just Sunday. I had that really funky parlay, if you remember. I had uh, the total score in the first half between 11 and 20, and then the final score of the game, um, the Buccaneers scoring between 21 and 30. And I was really close on the first part of that. Uh, If Brady would have been able to move it downfield and kick that field goal, I probably would have covered the entire parlay. Um, Instead, through that pass – Fumble, Bears picked it up, took the lead by one going into halftime. So, anyway, um, 
I guess the only thing I've got going for me before I pass it off to Janessa is I did pick the Lakers to win the championship. And I did accidentally tap the button twice on DraftKings. And so I do have two Lakers championship uh, bets sitting there. Uh, Janessa, what is going to happen tonight? Um, I'm betting on the Lakers, too, to win it tonight. Pretty Almost to just basically not push this more games. I feel like you, watching the games, you could see, I think, just on the players, like, Faces like not like while the play is going on, just like um, when they're just standing there, kind of waiting for things to happen. Like you could see it on their face, they're pretty tired. Um, so I just feel like now it's just a all right. Let's just get the job done. Let's for the Lakers, let's finish this. But I don't think they've been playing their best basketball in the last few games. I think they've just been pulling off the win. <laughs> um, just really good defense on their end, but. I think they're really struggling on the offensive just to get any like good rhythm, like really relying on players like KCP or just like other players to get, get them going. <laughs> yeah. He had like, he had the first, he had like nine of the first 11 points the other day, didn't he? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> he really pulled through for them. I know. And Jimmy Butler's been on a mission, right? He doesn't want this to, to end so much. And it's, it's clear that he's going to fight, even though he doesn't have all of his weapons around him, he's going to fight and just kind of keep them alive. Yeah, they definitely have that like in them to kind of will themselves to compete and keep it like a close game at least. But I just don't know if it's like enough to to give them a win. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. It doesn't feel like even if it is enough to get them that win. And I think Alex and I both had said we expected the series to go 4-1. So um, closing out tonight would, would do that. Uh, what do we think just storyline? I mean, they're coming out in the Mamba jerseys, right? In the Mamba uniforms. They're they're clearly on a mission. Like, it almost feels like a guaranteed pick to get the Lakers to win. But there's a couple of lines that are interesting to look at, right? So the, uh, the first one is the Heat over 104 and a half. Um, that feels pretty attainable. What do you think? Um, <laughs> I don't really follow picks. <laughs> so, I mean, I think the Heat are very capable of that. I think so. And then LeBron, it, it kind of, you know, LeBron, do we think he's going to have one of those crazy nights where he scores, you know, you think he's going to put up 30 plus tonight? I think he will because he, he's on that mission to kind of get the job done tonight. I don't think it's a okay, let's see like what happens. I think it's, let's just finish this off tonight. So if it's him going off, if it's AD pulling through after a few down games, between the both of them, I think one of them is definitely going to like go all out tonight. Yeah, I think so. I think they could both score over 30, to be honest with you. And that, that LeBron line is right at 27 and a half. Um, I bet he comes out just firing. And yeah. it also feels like one of those games where even if it is a blowout, I don't see him walking off the court. Like I don't. I think he'll be there until the the final whistle. Um, mm -hmm. Probably just scoring the whole time, right? And do you think? <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's the MVP of this series if they win? I think because maybe AD's had a few down the last two games. He hasn't been contributing as much as maybe the first two games. He could come out as the MVP, but 
when you think about AD's defense and how much he's impacted the like Miami's offense, and just like whenever you think like Tyler Hero or one of them is going to get a clean layup, then he comes through with the block, just like things like that that I think really impacted um, Miami. But it's really close, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it might be LeBron's just because it might be might be one of his last ones, um, at least where he is the 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 ultimate star. Um, all right, anything else we should watch for in this in this game tonight? Probably <laughs> if Danny Green can finally hit <laughs> one for the Lakers. I think we're just trying to see if the Lakers kind of just pull through together for like on offense and not have like Miami's defense kind of dictate it for them and more of like them um, pushing the pace like for them and controlling that end as opposed to kind of reacting to my what Miami's forcing them to do. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun to watch. Um, I think Miami's going to try and just, you know, they're, they're kind of fighting above their weight class in this game. Um, but I, I, I think they've, they've done a great job putting up a fight. Even if they do go down for one, yeah. uh, they're going to get a lot of credit for getting to that place. Spolstra as a coach and, and everything that they've done, I think is really impressive. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Very cool. Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll all be watching that game tonight. Alex, we wanted to talk a little bit today about, uh, the NCAA football, um, tomorrow, I've got two pretty specific picks. What's on your radar? Yeah, so I actually have a game, uh, picking a game that's actually tonight on ESPN, Louisville traveling to Georgia Tech, an ACC showdown. Uh, two of the teams in the ACC that aren't great, they're both one and two to start the year. But I do like this spot for Louisville to travel down to Georgia Tech and win this game by more than four and a half points. Louisville has a better quarterback, Georgia Tech, is coming off a bye week, which I think will uh, prove to be beneficial for them. But before the bye, we all know what happened when they traveled up to Syracuse to play them. They lost to an awful Syracuse team. Their quarterback, Jeff Sims, has accounted for nine of these uh, nine turnovers uh, with eight interceptions and one football in and one uh, sorry one, and one fumble, fumble in just three games. And I think Louisville's offense is is too high powered; they can score on really any play. So I really do like this Louisville Cardinals team to go in and win by more than four and a half points tonight at seven o'clock. Yeah, very cool. Friday Night Football. That'll be fun to watch. Um, all right, I'll do one of mine quickly. So uh, my two favorite teams. <laughs> uh, first, Army. So Army, uh, they've been really fun to watch. This game is at Army, which means they're going to have some some fans in the crowd. They're playing the Citadel. Um, the Citadel is a team that, gosh, lost last week to Eastern Kentucky, 37-14. Clemson they had in week two, 49-0. USF, South Florida, they lost to 27-6 in the first game of the season. Army has just continued to, to win. Um, they lost, of course, that game at Cincinnati, at a ranked Cincinnati, but when they've played these you know, not so competitive football teams. Um, they they just they win big, and tomorrow that line is twenty nine. I think if they're going to to get any credit towards the end of the season, we don't know how the end of the season is going to play out, bowl games or or whatever it might be. They've got to put on a show when they are winning. So in their victories, forty two nothing, thirty seven seven, fifty five twenty three. 
Uh, they're giving 29 tomorrow, and I think that they win like 55 to 3. I think it's going to be be that type uh, of game. So I've got Army giving 29 tomorrow at 130. Nice. I like that play a lot. That was one of the, the games I was looking at. But my next pick will be we'll go to the SEC, Florida traveling to Texas A&M to play the Aggies. This game is tomorrow at noon on ESPN. We've mentioned Florida every every week, I think, right? Yeah, in all their games, I do like Florida minus six and a half against Texas A&M. And through through two games, the Gators have lived up to their expectations. They're ranked number four in the country. The team is firing on all cylinders, and their quarterback, I think, is a potential Heisman candidate in Kyle Trask, who's thrown for 685 yards and 10 scores. I know their defense has allowed 29.5 points a game, but they're going up against a Texas A&M offense that's only scored 20 and a half points per game. So I think something's got to give there. I think Florida wins in what should be a little bit of a defensive battle. But I think they win this game 38-17, and they continue to show people to watch out for them this year in the SEC and make some noise in the playoffs maybe this year. Very cool. Yeah, Florida's fun to watch. So are the Aggies. Um, That'll be a fun game. Where do you think I'm going next? Uh, You're going to be traveling to Pittsburgh. I'm going to be traveling to Boston, but I will absolutely be following that Pittsburgh play because that is where they are tomorrow. Exactly. Um, Pittsburgh at BC. So this is a this is an interesting game. I think Pittsburgh's given six in it. Boston College last week almost upset a North Carolina team that I actually took the money line on. Um, I am taking the over in this game. So Pittsburgh, uh, last week they lost to NC State. That was 59 points total in that game, 43 in that game against Louisville, and 31 in the game against Syracuse. And then the first game there was 55 nothing. Uh, they give they score 32 points a game on average. Boston College scores 24 points a game on average. I realize they both have relatively strong defenses, but I think this is going to be one of those late afternoon battles ends up being a 27-24 type game. That over-under is at 43-and-a-half. I am taking the over on that. I'm going to watch this team that I don't know why I like in Pittsburgh and the team that I don't know why I enjoy in Boston College and just watch them score points. So I think it covers in the middle of the third quarter, uh, over 43-and-a-half in that game. Nice. We have some sort of love with Pittsburgh and Florida, so – Maybe we'll be taking them every week. That might just be our, our teams this year in college football, which is totally fine with me. Uh, my next game, staying in the SEC, Mississippi State traveling to Kentucky. This game is tomorrow on the SEC Network at 7.30 p.m. Mississippi State in this game is plus two, and I will take them plus two, and I might even take them money line against Kentucky. Mississippi State is 1-1. One and one. Kentucky is 0-2. Oh and two. And I just don't think this line makes a lot of sense. Mississippi State isn't getting the respect they deserve. And, I I mean, they're going up against a Kentucky team that just hasn't looked good. Their offense hasn't looked good at all. And a stat that I love is Mississippi State is 9-2 straight up in their last 11 games against Kentucky, and they're 9-4 against the spread in their last 13. So I think Mississippi State, too much to prove. They had higher expectations than Kentucky this year. They're going to go down there and take care of business against Kentucky. I like them plus two and money line against the Wildcats tomorrow night. All right. Um, very cool. Well, we've got some exciting football tomorrow. And then my last pick tonight, um, LeBron over 27 and a half points. I like it. I might even take LeBron triple double. I think he's going to come out there. 
why not? Just the, the last game could be the last game of the NBA season. Something fun to root for. You said it. They're all looking forward to going home. Why not get those crazy odds at LeBron triple double, and that would solidify him as uh, you know Finals MVP. I would okay. say. That's true. That would do it. It'd be tough to argue if if they won four one with LeBron um, having a triple double in the final game. Tough to argue that call. Well, thank you for joining, Janessa. Um, <laughs> after this game, we're going to have to to jump into some some off season knowledge. We can talk about the Nets and their championship run that is upcoming, um, and we'll go from there. Enjoy the game tonight, everybody. Uh, thank you all. Happy Friday. Uh, and we'll recap tomorrow.